explain something to you, Laura. Uh-oh. And it starts with the context that I have eaten about 20 Christmas cookies <laughs> in your house <laughs> this morning. Slash, what What even time is it? 12 p.m. And when I ask, oh, I need a beverage after my 20 cookies. And I and I mean 20. I'm not talking about 19. I'm talking about the number 20. I Actually, it might be close to two dozen. I ate a lot of cookies. Yeah. Okay. And I asked for some sort of beverage to help me, like, you know, not feel like I'm dying. Well, you asked and for a, a bubbly. You, at, you gave me a room temperature flat <laughs> Canada dry. Is it flat? Oh, my God. Yes, it's flat. No. I have a beer so, upstairs. It's a struggle session right now over here. And that's actually perfect for what I'd like to preach on here. <clears throat> and that is as follows. 2022 was a year that I remember this time last year I had a very specific vision for. I made all these little notes about aesthetics and freshness and newness and all the ways that all of the old crusty habits and things in my life were going to fall away for all the new fresh things, right? You know how that goes. Yeah. I was going to get a little plant and a mood light and uh, send your kid to daycare. I was going to do all of these things, right? It was going to be a very, I was going to have this pretty little setup mm-hmm. and I was going to just work on books and be perfectly focused and everything was going to be so idyllic and nice. How'd that turn out for you? <laughs> <laughs> um, here's what I did instead. And it was a beautiful year in its own right. But mostly I <laughs> raised an infant, um, which the most beautiful, difficult, amazing thing I've ever done in my life. But also, the aesthetic was less beautiful plants and writing and books and more... How many times uh, your office is going to flood? More like shit and snot and sewage. And I do mean sewage. My ba- So my, my home office is in the basement. <laughs> and we really... And, they, and for some reason, Laura, and I promise that this digression relates to the subject of today's episode... The access to this main sewer line yeah. is under my desk. Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. Someone there's, was trying to kill me. There's a like a like a little bit of like Freud in there to So literally yeah. when our sewer clogged and I it bubbled up, I I just I work in sewage every day <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. That is not an exaggeration. <laughs> my wife came downstairs the other day and she goes, Wow, it stinks down here. It's like, yeah. Yeah, it does. Where where do you think these posts are coming from? It's because raw sewage is filtering into my brain while I have the text box open. So anyway, I had I had what I consider to be purely aesthetically the ugliest year of my life. Mm-hmm. Right? I was sick for half of it. Yeah. Because turns out when you send a kid to when daycare, you send a kid to daycare, you basically end up getting every daycare disease known to man. Um, We went to the hospital once even for that sickness. We were sleep deprived. We were You got food poisoning during your one vacation. I forgot about that. (laughs) Your one vacation where your parents were going to be there and they were going to help and you all got destroyed by food poisoning. And you map this 
larger onto a year of books that, as we speak, has featured, we're now on, I think today is day 15, of the HarperCollins Union strike. Um, all support to them. Shout out to you guys. Hold the line. Everyone else, if you have a way, you can help hold the line. Check out their feeds. Do whatever you can do. It just feels like this has been a year of conflict and it's and like climbing through the mud and trying to scrap out whatever you can in terms of productivity and i did i had a relatively productive year somehow i sold a bunch of books you sold like all of the books you tried to sell this year and that can we just like take a moment we and you you can take a moment i'm (laughs) over here like wiping my nose (laughs) no no no, no. like the aesthetics were bad uh, the vibe was conflict oh my god and the struggle vibe was awful but also, but also there's been achievement there's been unprecedented achievement somewhere in there we accomplished something yeah and that's true of you as well i know that you had a very difficult year for a number of reasons this year i know that it was just a year that felt like we were climbing uphill in the, in the rain and mud all year yep right yep which brings us to december december which brings us on this show to Decembo. Now, if you don't know Decembo, or what the hell I'm talking about when I say that word, it is a word that used to mean something, like many words <laughs> used to mean something in the before times, including this podcast, in the before times. Um, National Novel Writing Month. What happened in November. November. Each year, you know it, you love it, or you hate it, whatever, you know it exists. It's National Novel Writing Month is the month of November when people try to write 50,000 words yeah. of a new project. Yeah. And basically our premise with that is, well, those 50,000 words, congratulations that they exist. They almost certainly suck. So um, because they were written over the span of a month and they certainly need revising. So we, we've always planned in the past to do sort of a month afterward, December, um, of, of funny memes, revision plus, tips, yeah, you know, ways to sort of think about your new unshapen project, ways to sort of decompress a little because you just spent some, you know, all that kind of stuff, right? None of that fits this year because, well, to be frank, Laura, we both went insane, <laughs> <laughs> and we went insane in such a way that once again has me thinking about freshness right like I, I do this every single year it's a personality flaw where i'm it, like yeah it really is <laughs> don't you do that i'm gonna get mad on the air um where i start thinking all right here's all the things we're gonna do differently this year that's gonna make it not sucked and before we do that though that's more like a january 1st type deal well right? what's really funny is that yours you always start that like i'm gonna like you know, I'm gonna like run up this mountain and I'm gonna do all the stuff and like be better. And it's what's funny is that you do it like exactly two months after I do it with like Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Mm-hmm. So like I'm already like deeply like spiritually settled into my like I'm gonna try to be better. And then you get then you have like strong like New Year's resolution vibe, and I'm already in that where it's just like. I've already intention set. And what I'm... happens is, well, so it actually, it, it's, it's actually a spiritual component for me as well. Yeah. Advent was this last Sunday, which is the new spiritual year. If you're Catholic, 
Um, and so really, yeah, that starts. Yeah, oh. so very late November, and You're so like teaching we sort things. of turned over a new spiritual leaf for us too. So it was kind of a moment of resolution and all these sorts of things. But um, that's kind of the feel. But I think that rather than throwing away 2022 like the used diaper wipe that it was, um, I think we should try to learn something from that hmm. diaper wipe. We should inspect the fecal matter. Of oh, it. come on. Okay. You need to hang out with adults. I Come on, man. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, the theme, the theme of this year's Decembo and what we'll be basing all of our stupid memes and our content and all these things. And we're going to do a lot of things because this matters a lot to me. I think people enjoy it. Um, this is, if you can't tell by now, the welcome the December episode of Print Run. Uh, this is my, the first of four December episodes. My name I've is just Eric been Kane. told. With me as always, Laura Zatz. I forgot to do the opener until right now, but we've got it in. Uh, hello, Laura. Hello, Laura. We're here. We're talking December because it's here. We're ready. And we're just trying to breathe a second. So this, yeah, this pro- this episode so far has probably felt a little unpolished and raw or whatever, but like that's the vibe, folks. Like, we are going to be exploring truths all month long. Publishing truths, book truths, creative truths. Like, there's gonna we're going to get jokes off. But mostly what I want to do this year for this month is just take stock of what's real and try to learn from it as we head toward the next year. Because, like, we're still here, right? Like, sometimes I get this sense that, like, people in publishing, I've noticed a real apocalyptic mindset in a certain way. Where it's like everyone thinks the industry is about to end. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, how can the book world possibly continue along these lines or whatever? How can it keep going when things are this bad? And the rotten truth of it is that it is. <laughs> <laughs> like things are going to keep going that we have then a responsibility to decide the nature of how that progression will work, right? Like, I mean, things, it would be easy to say, oh, no, the book industry is over. We're all done. But it's not. We're all still here. We've got a whole year ahead of us. And so what we're going to do. And the real this... sicko thing about it is we're all like jazzed about stuff that's happening in the yeah. future. Yeah. No, this is so this is the month. We're not at New Year's yet. This is the month, though, of taking stock, of reorienting ourselves a little bit, of like trying to suss through what we actually learned in a fairly chaotic and weird year of publishing um, and our in our personal lives, whatever. And I get the sense that maybe some of you out there probably feel the same in some way. Um, judging by my feeds, judging by conversations with friends, not a whole lot of people are feeling like their life is super together right now. Um, and if that's you and you're someone who's creative and trying to make a life even vaguely related to writing or books or whatever – we hope you're here with us. We're excited to have you, and we're going to try to just suss through it this month and see what we can come up with as we get ready for 2023. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's sort of my spiel, you know? I mean, I think about it especially as we sit and stare at what I think is the story of the book year, which is the HarperCollins strike. I think that that is... Well, there's also... I feel like there's two stories, right? And I feel Please. like there's a lesson there. There's What's the HarperCollins the strike, 
And then there's the DOJ versus Penguin Random yeah. House. Okay, yeah, sure. That, that <laughs> felt like... A thousand years ago? That So, yes, that is why I didn't think of it right away, because it felt like that was a million years ago. Um, but also, I just felt like as soon as they brought that case up, I was like, no, they're not getting this done. It's not happening. Like, mm. it just felt like such an obvious... And their defense was so funny that I just like, no, they're going to shut this down. Whereas... This strike might get somewhere. They oh, can yeah. win. I think they will win. Oh, I yeah. hope that they win. I mean, but at any rate, things are being irrevocably changed right now as we speak. And this is the month we make sense of all of it. You know, this is the month where we as the print run community, which especially through like one wonderful thing we started doing this year, Laura, that I think was a really, frankly, a really great idea on our part. And only, but it only became a really great idea on our part because everyone engaged with it so wonderfully. So we thank you. Um, is office hours right? Like we've been hearing from you guys. Like you've been coming and talking to us, and we've been hanging out. I think almost more than ever before. Like we've been in commune with the people who well, sort of surround of this show. People writing to us and going, "Hey, can you talk about this?" And then you and I talk about it in our basement. We're actually it was just direct. We, yes, and <clears throat> so like. Turns out you can do that for, like, the rest of publishing. <laughs> like, this is the month. Like, we just want to bring everybody in. We want to hear your stories. We're going to share some of ours. Yeah. Whether you're winding down yeah. or you're ramping up or, like, however you deal with December. Like, this is a really funny moment, and I'm, like, having a lot of conversations with a lot of my authors this week and next week about how, like, we're planning January and mm -hmm. we're planning big things but then also there's the kind of this idea that like nothing's happening right now but there's so much like generative energy and like preparedness and but and and like there's such an opportunity right now for people working together and mm -hmm. you know you're not just like off trying to get off 50,000 words in one month like it's a lot of you know, it's just a lot of, you know, I'm talking with my clients and talking about submission strategies and mm -hmm. talking about like, you know, OK, if this happens, then X, Y, Z will happen. And if this happens, then we'll do A, B and C instead. And it's just like everything. One thing about yeah. all that is it's all in the future. Yes. Right. And like every conversation with a publisher right now, I mean, I'm signing contracts and, you know, doing deals and things for books that will come out in 2024. You know, like fall 2024. Wow. And it's like. Oh, I suppose I am too. Wow. I don't are. even think no, about that. No, you are. No, I am. I am. I just like, <laughs> I just, as soon as that happens, it like goes out of my mind because it's like, I'm not dealing with that yet. I'm and doing the contract right now. And it's like, <laughs> it's easy in publishing to always exist in an abstract future. And it lets you, I think, whenever you'd like it to, to forget where you are in that minute, right? Like, we are in December. I guess we're recording this November 30th, but when this comes out, it'll be December 2022. Um, that is a specific moment in time, and in that specific moment in time, I just want all of us to like look at ourselves and say, "Where am I at?" You know, on my like, obviously, you know, in your broader life, but for the purposes of this show, I'm thinking about it in terms of like my career, my. However it is, I see my calling as it relates to books and writing, mm -hmm. right? 
And that's the kind of thing I'd love to hear from people on. Like, please write to, like, if you've ever thought about, like, writing to Print Run or doing some sort of means of sharing who you are with us, this is when I'd love to hear it, and we'd love to boost some of those stories. Um, and just, like, have a month of just checking in with each other, you know what I mean? And it, <laughs> this has become extremely chicken soupy, but, like, <laughs> I promise it's going to be, like, a funny month and, like, a, a month of, like, you know, just bullshitting each other online and doing all the usual stuff. Like, that, that'll that be there, but I'm just feeling glad to have arrived at what I always think of as the most fun part of the print run calendar, like the end of year fuck around. Like, <laughs> except this year it's going to have meaning. The meaningful fuck around. That's right. Okay, so let's <clears throat> let's lay let's lay the foundations, Eric. Mm. Okay, so you just told us all the reasons why the first 11 months of this year were full of sewage. Literally full of sewage. And figuratively. Mm-hmm. Um but let's like, where where are you at? Like, where am I at right now? Sort of looking forward, but not yet making movements. Like, where are you? Like, yeah. emotionally, spiritually, creatively. I've been pretty burned out this fall, man. Um, it was a really tough. Well, so it's it was hard because like the first, um the first nearly half, first like five months of this year, and this is purely from a work perspective, they were difficult because my young son was not yet in daycare. My wife does not have a flexible stay-at-home job like I do. Um, and so I was on childcare by myself for many, many work days up through um, about May. So you take the first chunk of the year <laughs> and you just sort of set it down. <laughs> and that was difficult. My, I mean, in, like, I promise you I have, like, life perspective on this where it's, like, obviously that was beautiful time, all that kind of stuff. But, like, just speaking purely in terms of what we're talking about here, like, it was hard. Um, you get into summer, you try to hit it. You were sick. We just got – we. when I say we were sick, we were just constantly sick. And it was so demoralizing to just always feel disgusting for just the entire summer, definitely, into mm. fall, kind of leading into a November where, I don't know, by even by October and November, we were very, you know, I mean, we're exhausted, we're sleep-deprived, we, my kid comes down with RSV, we've got to go to the hospital for like a week, we get out of there, like... It's just been, it has not been an environment that has meant, like, I'm sitting at my nice little desk reading manuscripts and, like, doing little book things. And, like, <clears throat> and it was weird because, like, where I'm at bookwise, and then I'm going to turn this question around on you, and you're yeah. going to be able to monologue at me for a minute, and I look forward to it. But, like, bookwise and career-wise, year went okay. I mean, I sold a bunch of stuff. I did these things, but it felt like, you know, publishing is so much of like getting systems in motion, right? And it felt What do you mean by that? What I mean is like, there are so many moving parts, and no matter who you are in the industry, you're doing one part of it, right? Maybe you're doing multiple parts, but like you are one piece of a very large and complex puzzle. Mm -hmm. And I felt like what happened is that I got a lot of balls rolling, 
you know, by pitching books, by editing things, by getting things into the hands of editors. And then what sort of happened is everyone, while I was like, you know, putting Home Depot fans on my office floor, like things were just happening. It was like, oh, hey, you know, offers on books or deals being announced or contracts getting signed or signing new clients or whatever it was on things that I had almost like forgotten I had already done, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so like a lot of stuff happened and by the time they those things actually happened, I was like sort of like spiritually past them, you know? So nothing really <laughs> felt very good <laughs> this year. And that's the thing this is actually so in terms of a year of truths, this is maybe our first one. It's like there is such a delay between when you are ready to feel good about the thing you did versus when you actually get to Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like you finish writing a book. <clears throat> the, that woohoo moment, maybe you have one for yourself and I hope you do, but like the real moment is a long time from now. You know what I mean? Like in terms of celebrating and that's true of signing deals and things like it's true of signing a client, you know, like the work is beginning, not ending, you know, like it's not. So like the fun parts are very far removed from a lot of the work. And so by the time the fun part comes, you're often like on to something else. And so, but I don't know. I mean, so I just look at that and I'm like, okay, this next year, maybe I can, I mean, I expect it to be a more stable year. I expect it to be a, like, I mean, (laughs) you, you jumped in very helpfully to affirm that this is a personality flaw of mine, but. (laughs) Well, so here's, here's, (laughs) <laughs> Something that I've been seeing, which like you're probably not seeing it. God damn it! Here we go. In the Let's past couple it. of weeks, you've said something to me that you said all the time <sighs> before this year, uh-huh. and you've started saying it again, which is that you are hungry, that you want to sign new things, that you want to go hunting. Yes. You you use a lot of like hunter gatherer terminology and like in not like a weird like sexism kind of way but more of like a i i want to like eat a buffalo i'll tell you why i'll tell you why that is laura it's because our job is incredibly soft (laughs) it's because we in the literary community our work is very computery and it's indoors and it's it's just in the grand scheme of work in human history it's very easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, like, sometimes you have to, you know, reconnect with your more primal instincts in order to get fired up about something in a way that just isn't going to happen if you're just sitting there drinking a cup of coffee, staring sure. at a laptop. Anyway. Yeah. But so, like, that to me, like, from somebody who just gets to, like, sit there and, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's what I'm finding is, like, you, I think, are more... You are moving into a period where you are much more creatively generative. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. But you. Yeah. Laura, you also existed in 2022. I sure did. And Sometimes it felt like that was all I was doing. Yeah. And, I mean, let's just hear it. Where, where are you at? Tell me about your year. Tell me about what brings you, what brings you to this big tent yeah. December. Yeah, so... So uh, the the beginning of the year mm-hmm. was really kind of exciting for me because I was getting to the point where a lot of my authors were getting ready to come off right. of deals. Right. Right. And what I mean by that is, you know, they were finishing with the books 
that they've been under contract for um, that we then get to start thinking about like next steps. So I spent a lot of like spring um, and like a lot of summer either like, you know, starting to sell and work and like, you know, kind of like work those relationships based on these authors that are coming mm-hmm. off of deals and, and have mm-hmm. lots of opportunities in front of them. So yeah. that that was really fun and exciting. I got to go to New York for the first time since the pandemic. Um, I went and I Man. taught again in person, which I realized that I really love. Yep. Um, jokes on me when I was, so I go, I come from a family of teachers. And then when I was in college, I was like being recruited super hard to do like Teach for America or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I'm not going to be a teacher. That doesn't sound great. And then, like, of course, you know, 10 years later, I'm like, man, I really love teaching yeah. at conferences. Yeah. Um, but I also, you know, I made a I made a point when I was there, which is something that feels super valuable now, given this given the HarperCollins strike, which is I only had time for a few meetings because I was busy at this conference and I only had meetings with associate and assistant editors. Yes. And like these are the people that are on strike now and the reason and the reason I did that is because like these people matter to the inner workings of my job before they're able to like buy a book from mm. me. You know what I mean? And, and you know a lot of them that I met with to be clear could buy books from me. Um but some of them couldn't. But, like, these are the important people. Like, the assistants are the important people. And we're seeing that now. You know, I just had a conversation this morning with one of my authors about, like, what does it mean to be working, you know, on this, like, on a second book with HarperCollins when when there's, like, a strike going on and, like, why aren't things happening and what's going on and it's very confusing. And, like, the reason for that is, like, the people who are striking are the people that do the work <laughs> and the people that matter. Um, the first truth, oh, just, a, just a little spoiler, that <laughs> we were, like, jotting down, okay, let's jot some truths down. For December. And the, for, to put in to, meme form. Yeah, to, like, just, you know, share with folks about what we've learned about the publishing industry, you know, in sort of a real concrete way the first one we have written down is the assistants run the show that's true which is 100 percent true yeah. um, that is who makes the publishing house not burn yeah. to the ground every single day yeah so you know and like i've <laughs> been having this thing where it's like how do i like fulfill an option clause during a strike and it's like it's not crossing the picket line to submit a book for that's like under option clause but the people that acquire it are on strike so like what does that mean and anyway it's it's a lot of weird strategic questions and all of that but um i think like and that all of this is like a very fun and exciting and like um like fulfilling area of my job like I really love like the three-dimensional chess here you have four book ideas let's like go ham and like come up with like a multi-tiered like strategy for what to do with them um like that's really fun to me but then stuff as it always does got in the way Mm -hmm. like if, if you've been you know listening you'll know that um I have been ill for the last three months, yep. I got COVID in September and had it the entire month because I had um, a rebound. And for the mm-hmm. past two months, I have been dealing with mm-hmm. a relatively mild 
case of long COVID. Mm. And I was like, I don't have brain fog. I'm pretty good. The only thing I can't do is like walk my dog and like tie my shoes and stuff. But then like I realized I can't remember anybody's names and like I can't remember like what imprints <laughs> belong Christ, to what publishers, yeah. Yeah. which is like the, a whole nother thing. But um, yes, it is. And during that time, two people in my family that were very important to me passed away. Mm. And there's just, I've like had to learn, like, what's really interesting, and this is always the case, is that Eric and I are always on like parallel tracks, but we're always in, and this is like the real, like, wonderful benefit of our particular relationship is that we're always on like the same track but like when you're high I'm low and vice versa and and so like you know we've been if you are a 90s kid um, you will have read holes we've been using the Madame Zeroni and like the carrying the pig up the mountain uh, it's the wait, image. It's the pig that gets ca- so, the, you carry the pig up the mountain. Did you not read holes? Well, I've been I've been envisioning this metaphor a little differently. <laughs> no, the pig gets carried up the mountain, and every day it drinks from the stream, and every day it gets stronger. And then the, also the person who carries it up the mountain gets stronger. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, Madame Zeroni, who said whatever, she gets carried. Anyway, they all get to eat the onions. <laughs> yes, the onions are at the top of the mountain, and the onions are delicious. Um, yeah, but so like we're at the point now where like Eric is like, I'm going (laughs) to pig, I'm going to like carry you up the mountain so you can eat the onions. And I'm like, great, that's very necessary because, you know, as I'm coming into 2021, I am thinking about it very differently. I am not thinking about getting back anything that I didn't achieve Mm -hmm. or had to like lay down in 2022. I am... Having a very sort of like necessary and meaningful uh, experience with like rest and yeah. and slowness mm-hmm. and all of these things because like the more I try to do and the more I try to convince myself that I'm not sick, the longer I will be sick. Yeah. Um, and this and, is that I, I want to stop there for yeah. a second because I think that's really profound, right? Like, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, I tell people about that creatively all the time. I'm like, well, don't push it if you can't write it because then you're just gonna like you can't drink from an empty well. No one listens to that advice, though. I know. I but, don't listen. I mean, I but, mean, when I say no one, I include myself. Like <laughs> people, especially in our field, the answer is always to do more, to take on another yeah. thing, to push harder, and like sometimes in a it, the thing you have to do is just pause for a second. And that's really difficult to kind of conceptualize. But I think you've done well. I mean, you know, you're also still doing a million things, but like, yeah, but like idea, really slowly. Yeah. Like it, it's been good. I mean, I, I and this is why I, I think this year in particular, I'm like so excited about this, this month of taking stock and then kind of hitting, hitting the ground running yeah. in the year to come because like, We've just been doing, we've been doing a lot of intentional work to try to like recuperate. You know what I mean? And so yeah. now it's you're like, recuperating in a way that means that you're pressing the gas. I am recuperating in a way which means that I am pressing the brakes. Yeah, sure. Which is so like if you're listening to this, like both are valid and both are good. Um, 
and one everybody of everybody can have an onion. Everybody can oh. have an onion, whether you get there fast or not. Um, and you know, one of the one of the things that like I have found in necessary slowness um, is that. I'm just, like, having to put things down um, metaphorically. You know, Mm -hmm. there are just, like, there are the things that I need to get done. And then if I have any energy left over, I find that I'm letting it go towards art, which is so easy to not do in this business. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, it's so easy to be like, well, then I, you know, I'll send this thing and I'll, you know, do the business. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I have found that, like, I have way more capacity uh, for reading now than, like, in sending an email or, like, doing an invoice or, like, whatever. Like, all of that right. stuff. Like, it does feel that's like That's what yeah. matters, you know, and that's, like, like obviously paperwork and all the various like that keeps the business going is obviously essential. But like in terms of the spirit of the thing, having yourself oriented toward like reading, which is another thing I did not do nearly enough of oh, this year, sure. outside of my job. I mean, like, we will say that every year, no matter what. Like I just feel, you know, yeah. I mean, I had the thought yesterday, like it's too bad I'm illiterate now, and <laughs> I'm not, but I feel that way a lot of the time, and like it's. I don't know. There's it's, it's there's hard. something that is kind of affirming when like all the chips are down and you can't do all the stuff that you want to do. The one thing that keeps you going back is the thing that brought you in in the first place, which are stories. You know, and that that I keep thinking about. You know, we say all the time like, you know, when we're talking about solidarity for the HarperCollins workers and all that, it's like, we all get into this and we're all exploited because we love books and it becomes this thing, you know, it's so easy for this business to make that a weapon mm-hmm. and for us to look at it as like a failing in a little bit because it's the thing that is held against us and that we are manipulated for. And, you know, but yeah. also like yesterday... I was, you know, having some, I was having a rough day yesterday because mm. I did too much over the weekend and sure. posted personal malaise is a real thing. Um, but I laid in bed all day and I read and like they were, you know, client books and stuff, but like, but like I read and that was the thing that I could do. And that was the thing that felt good and right from a work standpoint. Yeah. It felt good and right from a physical standpoint. Yeah. It felt good and right from like a, an emotional standpoint. Right. Um, that's great. Yeah. So, like, I I think, you know, I, I'm not, like, a goal setter. I am an intention setter. Um, Which I need to be more of that, by the way, because I just always set a million goals that then I don't hit and then I get mad and do yeah. this all again. No, you got to, like, set intentions. It's a very, like, <clears throat> that's that's a very, like, high holiday thing to yeah. just, like, set intentions. Um, but, yeah, I'm an, I'm an intention setter. And... It's just like I want to like as because I know I have to believe right that I'm going to get like physically better and be able to do more things. You are. Um, But one of the things one of the intentions I'm setting which is surprising to me actually is that I want to hold that 
um, space for for art and mm-hmm. for like passion in a way that you know it sort of feels like if you're like doing the business you're yep. you don't it's you that's the first thing you excise and I I don't want that I'm I think I think I'm gonna hold that here with me good good yeah it seems and I'm starting with my hermitage yeah you've got so oh okay Give yes. us, this is the bit I want you to end on, and then I'm just going to get into the very basic mechanics of this month, and then we're going to go because we don't need to overdo this. Yeah. Um, tell me about the hermitage, Laura. Yeah. So this is like the smartest thing I've ever done in my entire life, and I've been doing it for a couple of years now. Um, there is a set of cabins that are, you know, in central Minnesota, Um And, like, you don't need a special place for this. Like, this is a place that was originally owned by, like, a bunch of nuns. And they ran it as, like, a hermitage. Like, a straight-up, like, spiritual hermitage. Um, It is now owned by, like, a family. And they've got, like, a bunch of, like, toothless horses and stuff. Um, But I still go to that place because it's kind of just, like, quiet. And, like, you know, it's very clearly was, like, laid out for that sort of thing. Mm. Um, But I just go by myself. And I rent a cabin. In the middle of the woods, in the middle of Minnesota, for usually so about four nights. I'm so jealous of this. Usually about four nights. Oh my god! And like, there's internet, but it sucks, and I don't use it. And like, I'm just like, I just like sit in the quiet, and every day, no matter like, and I always go in the winter, but like, I go out on like little hikes every day, and then. I just like spend the rest of the time like napping and reading books and like I make you know I make my mom make me all like her mom foods Mm -hmm. um and I (laughs) like take my mom food there um and I just like am there with like stories and myself and like quiet and I read so many books and it's so joyful and it's so quiet and it's like sounds amazing it's best and like I didn't think about that when I like scheduled it as you know as a, like a like a start of the year or like new intention thing, I just like wanted to like be out in the middle of nowhere in yeah. winter because like you because light a fire because like, you what? light a fire and it's great. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I'm <laughs> going in two great. weeks. I'm like, I have bought way too many books for it, mm. like so many books for it. Yeah, good. Like I'm just gonna go and wear like wool sweaters and like lay in front of the fireplace and. Like, yeah, and I'm not going to do any work. Perfect. It's going to be great. Good for you. It's going to be great. So this month. Yeah. We're going to be doing normal episodes. We're going to ramp up a little. We're going to be getting you regular weekly shows all month. Um, Part of those shows are going to be devoted to, you know, the December conversations that we get going online. You know, whatever it is. That people send us, you know, we want you to be a part of this. Please send us any thoughts you're having this time of year as it relates to the books and writing world. Um, we're going to try to feature some of that stuff, you know, on the show. We're going to share more of our own insights with regard to that each episode. It's not going to be the whole thing, trust me, but, like, that'll be a huge part of it. We're going to be doing daily online stuff. We're going to be doing, um, you know, we're going to have some things on Patreon uh, this month. We're doing our very first joint office hours. Yes, that is, that's kind of the big exciting thing for now. And there's going to be more. But one thing we are doing in the data is to come. We'll get it nailed down very soon. This, you know, if you've been following us for office hours. Holiday party um, slash office hours. We're going to team up for one. We're going to turn it into a holiday party. We're going to give you a bunch of lead time so you can plan around coming. 
and we just want you to come hang out. We'll get on Zoom. We'll be festive. We'll well, first and foremost, if you come with a publishing question, we will answer. Like we do, also want it to be useful. We'll, but like, we'll answer all the questions. We promise to do a little work. Um, but also, like, we're gonna just find a time to get everybody together to hang out. So get ready to do that. But it's gonna be a fun month, I think. Um, it's gonna get us ready for 2023. It's gonna shake some of the dust off of this year, while also not disregarding all that it had to teach us. And I Let can't us wait. emotionally process all of the trauma before That's we get right. new trauma. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and hopefully by the end of the year, we will have a beautiful new worker contract to Yay. celebrate yes. with HarperCollins. Yes. <laughs> all solidarity to the union. All right. Well... Happy December, everybody. That's right, baby. We know that we're being like way less like fun and meme this year and, and much more like earnest. Yeah, but we're also gonna be pretty fun and meme, so get ready for that. Yeah, but but also really earnest. <laughs> so sorry about that. If you don't like that. I know I'm a little bit allergic to that. So <laughs> uh, Yeah, we'll see. Um but yeah, tune in as you can. Um if this is not your vibe, no problem. We will see you back here in January talking about all sorts of other stuff. Um, and we can also make some room for some holiday gossip. So mm-hmm. got lots of t- lots of space for That's whatever right. all of you need. Um, yeah. So send us anything that you want to talk about. We're at permanentpodcast at gmail.com and we will see you back here very soon. Bye.